How, how do you do it? How do you do it? No, how do you run around like this show, this show, this show, this show, this show? Eh, I don't know. Usually the coffee helps. The coffee helps? Yeah. yeah Are you not coffee. a big coffee person? I know. I love coffee. We're live. I don't want you to say anything incriminating oh, shit, while we're, we're live? live. We're live. Damn. Hi. Nasia, how do you, I don't want to butcher your last name, Mariero. That's like the Portuguese way to say it, I think. No. That sounded very Italian, Ted. It's Mariero. How is it? What is it? Almost like, like Jewish people would say it. Mariero. Amazing. That's how Mariero. it is? All the way from Austin. Mariero. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Yes. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm terrific, of course. You have your show tonight at the stand, yeah. The Riff. Yeah, a really. very fun show. I've done it myself yes. in improv comedy show. So basically how it works is I guess I'll let you get to it. How it works is uh, there's this huge fortune wheel. All right. In the crowd. <laughs> I don't know, how you, but you have one in Texas and one here, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You think I would travel? I don't know. Like when I was well, up there, I was like, how did you bring this on the plane? I'll be passing the TSA and I'll be like, hey, excuse me. That's just a wheel. Okay, you just have no a threats. pre-check just for the thing. Ma'am, open your legs and cough. I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, so there's this big wheel with different sectors, and there's three options. There's option number one, which is crowd suggestions. So the crowd gets to write whatever they want, like any suggestion, word, subject, whatever. And then we put it on this little bucket, which is number one bucket, right? And then there's uh, option number two, which is comedians that are in a lineup suggestion. So they get to write as well. We put it in the bucket number two. And then there's another one, which is tell a story. So obviously you just riff on the story. Am I screaming right now? I feel no, like you're good. You can also hear yourself. And also you won't be screaming until you'll see like, ah, like the okay. red, but you're all good. Okay. All perfect. Uh, yeah. And then the comedian comes on stage and spins the wheel and gets to riff on all those options, which is amazing and very scary. Uh huh. But everybody has a great time. Do you find that most comedians are comfortable riffing on stage and not having material all set or no? I think this is like every comedian worst nightmare, right? Like you just come on stage, you don't have anything prepared, you don't know what's going to happen. Especially for me, because English is not my first language. Uh -huh. What is but your first language? Portuguese? Portuguese, yeah. I'm from Portugal. Okay. And how long did you live there for? My whole life. When did you move to the U.S.? Three years ago. Wow. And you moved directly to Austin? No, I was living in Germany. I had a very interesting life. Yeah, text. please start from the beginning. We I, got time. I don't like talking about myself that much. What? You're on the podcast. By the way, by the you, way you have to talk about yourself. By the way, what? I, I shaved my mustache today. That's what's different in you. Looks nice. <laughs> I'm like, what's different? There's something. You've different. never actually seen me with a mustache, though. You see me with like scruff. Oh, that's and then maybe like the proper. But your skin mustache. looks so bright and good. I'm like, I what guess happened? it's because we got, got these tan? lights here, and I got a little bit tan. Oh. I think a little bit of time in the sun, yeah, walking was, around the city. That's what it is. I was trying to figure out what's different. I in look you. younger. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Anyway, start from the beginning, please. First, I have a very important question. Where are you getting me there? Because I'm scared of how my body looks. Where am I getting you? Can you well, get my right toes? Right here. No, we okay, do you want to see the toes? Or this is this behind charge, the paywall? No, no, I oh, charge you charge for that. For I charge for that. All right, well, I just got a free look, guys. It go. looks good. But yes, we'll get you like right here. That's from awesome. right here up. Amazing. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, what, what do you want to know? Uh, your whole life. Oh, you were God. born in Portugal. You moved to Germany so, and then moved to Austin. And now you're here in New York. Yeah. So, no. So, long story short, um, I really wanted to travel, but I couldn't afford traveling. And my parents couldn't afford to pay for me to go to college. So, I was like, okay, this is great. Uh, should I kill myself or be a miserable person? 
I've like I feel like Portugal didn't had what I needed. I love being there. I love the culture. I love the people. I love the food. You know, there's really good quality lifestyle there and you don't need to be rich for that. And I had amazing friends, but I felt like I shouldn't be there. So I got a job as a flight attendant in the only airline in the world that takes people at 18 years old. And they based me in Norway. Oh, wow. So I was in Norway for three years. I came to the realization I was not white because I thought I was white until I moved to Norway. And they were like, bitch, you're not white. Yeah, those are like some of the whitest people in the world, yes. I think. Yes. Um, Over there in like Scandinavia. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this is great. And uh, then, you know, I had a breakup and my heart was broken. I was like, clearly this guy hit with his head and has mental issues. Wait, a guy, a Norway guy? No, no, no. He was American. Okay. So, so right? 18 to 21 in Norway. 18 to 21 in Norway. Then I got, finally I turned 21, right? Let's go. So then I got a job as a flight attendant in Abu Dhabi. So, by the way, wow. while I was in Norway, I discovered stand-up comedy. But oh. I didn't understood what it was. Because okay. we didn't have that in Portugal. So I would just go up there and say funny stories. And 99% of the times I would bomb. I'd be like, I love it! And then when I become a flight attendant in the Middle East, I start like getting really obsessed with comedy and start like trying to learn about the history of it. And um, so it, when I start traveling, like imagine I would go to Dallas, I would go to all of the open mics and try to get stage time. Then I would go to LA, I would do the same, right? And then um, after that, uh, I was kind of, I was extremely jet lagged all the time because I had a lot of, flights yeah and i bet how much time did you spend in each city not much that was what made me you know extremely tired i was yeah. like a freaking zombie yeah and it was really affecting my mental health because i realized really? I'm like, yeah i would forget things all the time like you know not like oh how old are you and i'm just like 21 no but not like, like even that. just like where you were at the yeah. particular time yeah you'd even, wake up and like didn't know where you were I, yeah i didn't know where i was many times and then i only know certain countries I've been because I have pictures because I don't even remember. Were you like passionate about traveling? Is that why you wanted to get into the flight business? I was, I had wanderlust, you know, I was like really excited to travel and eat all these different cultures and try the different gastronomy and all of this stuff. And, you know, I love different languages and I would love like studying that. And that's how I learned English. You know, it was not just from Cartoon Network. It was also from talking to people, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I was there for like three years and then I'm like, oh, this is really affecting me. And one, one manager told me once, you know, this airline, like being a flight attendant, it's like fucking a small dick. It's fucking you <laughs> and you don't even feel it. Oh, interesting. So, so I was like, makes sense, makes sense. So after that, after that, I went to, where did I go after that? 21, right? No, I was 25 at this time. So I went to, at 21, I was in, in Etihad, I was in Abu Dhabi, and then I stayed there until I was 25, and then I moved to Paraguay, and I was there for like six months, and then I moved to Kosovo, and I was there for three months, and then I moved to Berlin, and I was Kosovo there. Kosovo is like a new country, isn't it? Yeah. It yeah. used to be Serbia, correct? I have no idea, but I it used so. to be I think so. Look it up, Ted Jones. Pop it up right here. We're not going to pop it up right here, but I'm pretty sure it used to be <laughs> yeah. uh, its own country, like Serbia or something like that. Yep. Anyway, I feel really weird talking about You're worldly. My life. Worldly. 
I'd say. You've been all over the place. I like these smiley faces. You have a very positive thanks. house, oh, I have to say. Thanks. House slash studio here. Yeah, all the all the good vibes are trying, you know, got um tennis stuff over here, positive affirmations to the left. That's amazing. Yeah, so all over the place. Anyway, what do you do for fun here besides comedy? So interesting question. Within like the last year or so, I've really like kind of Buried myself in comedy, the vlogs, the podcasts, doing the shows, other people's shows, whatever. Um, but I'd say doing for stuff to do for fun. I mean, you probably know the fun stuff to do, too. I don't know. I'd say comedy is pretty fun. Like yeah, I have, fun. I have a good set of friends that I'll see, probably like five to seven people that I'll see here and there. But for the most part, I don't know. New York is like, it makes you kind of feel like you really have to figure yourself out. Even yeah. though there's so much chaos, mm-hmm. you kind of really have to figure yourself out as like an individual, whether you're producing a show like yeah. you or you're doing things on a nightly basis after work that make you happy, yeah. make you have fun. Because like a lot of happy hours for people that work corporate jobs, people love it. You know, people love the socializing, getting to know their coworkers better yeah. and just getting to know people around you better more. So I'd say that's probably what I like to do for fun. Getting to know people more so. And just like bouncing around. Whether it's like comedy clubs, bars, some parties, which I haven't really been to as frequently. Some clubs and stuff. Have you been like out and about or not really? No, I never go to, I never party. Yeah, I used to be a club promoter. Like when I was 19 and 20. Why does everyone say that? When I was like 19 and 20. Yeah, I guess as I just freak out on you. Like 19 and 20 years old. I would bring like 10 to 15 of my friends to a club. We get a table. They give everything to us for free. Like six nights a week I was doing this because I didn't have wow. a summer job. Right. So Did they pay you well? Yeah. They pay me like $20 per like girl that I brought. <gasps> so I make like hundreds of dollars a night just that like drinking and partying. Like sexually trafficking. Yeah. Uh, $20 every girl. <laughs> Well, I made sure that like everyone like, was safe. You better get. You I was a respect. Sixty dollars. Yeah, I was a respect. I was me. a respectful promoter. Like if yeah. you were to bring like ten friends, I cut you in on the deal. Stuff like that. But right. I just make sure that everyone was having a good time and everyone's safe. Like I'm the least creepy person to be like a that's, promoter that's with like ten girls. Yeah, you're right. That's like a, what I'm a creepy, creepy guy would say. <laughs> no, what I mean like ten girls around a table drinking, whatever, making sure just everybody was having fun. That was my job for a while. Yeah. So I was like. I was a real big club rat, I'd say, for a few years of my life. Okay. So I think that portion of my life, for the most part, is done. I'm okay. like, I'm done drinking until 2 a.m. No, 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 okay. no, not anymore. Especially in New York, when like growing up in New York, even at a young age, we were all going to clubs and bars before we were 21. Because the drinking age in the United States is 21. Mm-hmm. Is it 18 in Portugal? Oh, I was drinking at 13. Like wine with your parents what, at dinner? Yeah, and that's okay. why my head is so big and my body's so small because it didn't keep <laughs> up with oh, it. But your brain is big. The yeah. wine helps. That's because I'm really smart. So, okay, traveling all over the world. Yeah. What's been your favorite place so far? Um, I really like Thailand because the food is delicious and it's very fresh. Um, and I the think cost of living there is really cheap, right? It's really cheap. But you know what? I don't know. I think I'm just... I'm very nostalgic about Portugal because I haven't been home for like the past three years. So I keep everybody, every time somebody asks me that, I still think of Portugal, you know, because the people are really nice there and they really like, like every time I brought friends from other countries, my friends always walk them in and really like support them. Like if it's me and I get, I, and sometimes I just like watch and I'm so proud and I'm like, this is so you're like, They're look how nice, nice my friends people. are being. Yeah, my friends are the fucking best. That's great. And it's not weird. Like here, if I, I'm not, you know, talking shit, but I am. Here, if <laughs> I'm like that, people think I'm being flirty. 
So I have to be a little bit more conscious of not as friendly, like outwardly friendly. Yeah, not not as friendly as I would be, because like there, it's a normal thing to have male friends. You know, like if somebody wants to date you or it's something flirty, you can definitely tell. There's no doubt. You know what I mean? But here, I feel like I have to be a little bit more careful because it will be seen like that. Interesting. So how did you get to Austin? You moved there after the pandemic? No, during the pandemic. During the pandemic from Portugal, you moved to Austin. From Germany. Okay, from Germany. So what led you to move to Austin? I got married, right? So I got married and during the pandemic. And uh, then when your green card is in process, you cannot travel. So I was just stuck there. And then because of the pandemic, things were not moving. So I just had to wait. You know, but now I got my green card. Everything's great. So I'm so now you, you live in Austin full time, but you're still traveling the globe. No. So what happens right now is that I spend 15 days of the month in Austin. 15. And, yeah. And 15 days in New York City. And you're that, that's something that you have to do, like for the green card. No, I already got the green card. So I just do that uh, because of comedy. Right. Because I have shows in New York and I have shows in Austin. Next month, I'm going to go to L.A. I'm going to go. I'm going to do New York City and L.A. Love it. Yeah. And in terms of like starting your show in Austin, how did that begin? You know, like I know you were doing open mics and you were doing shows in cities and such. But how did you get your foot into Austin and start your show, The Riff? So this is interesting that you asked that, because when I start watching comedy, um, like I said, we didn't have comedy in Portugal. So I start watching like Laugh Factory videos and stuff. And like on YouTube? Yeah. Love it. And then I found, and the people that I watch the most, they all are my friends now, and I have their phone numbers and shit. And it's like, sometimes I forget, like, how grateful I should be. I'm still grateful, but and I... how far you've come. Right? It's like, oh, is this really happening? It makes me really happy. Um, like, I would watch Adam Ray all the time. I think he's fucking amazing. And now I open for him when he's in Austin, which is awesome. Um, and I found this video of Comedy Without a Net, Right? And I thought, whoa, this is insane. Like people, so have you, do you know Comedy Without a Net? I think I've heard of it. So it's like an improv show, but there's a TV screen in the back and they just put the most random subjects, like non-sexual pullout and shit like that. And then it only moves out, <laughs> yeah. It only moves out once a comedian finishes that joke or sentence or asks like, okay, can you just change it, right? So I found that and I was like obsessed. I'm like, this is such a good way. Like these people are fucking geniuses. And my favorite of them all was the T.J. Miller one. Have you watched it? You no. have to watch it. He, and I'm, I can't believe this motherfucker took half of his brain, not half, like a golf ball size of his brain out. Did you see that? No. He was talking about that, that he had something in his head and he had to get surgery. Like a tumor? Yeah. But he's so freaking smart and he did such an amazing set. And I'm like, whoa, this guy's a genius. And now, then I was in Austin and I wanted to get something like that for three reasons. I wanted to be a better comedian and I wanted to improve my English and I wanted to be able to help other comedians. Where did that show initially start that you were talking about? In LA, it was the show? The show that I'm talk- I think it's a European one. Okay. That's what I heard. But I never really checked. I don't know if it's a UK or something like that, but I remember that I talked about this because people always ask me and I, t- and I tell the truth. I don't give a f- fuck. It's the truth, you know? Um, so it's, and it's not the same show. It's different. There's many improv stand-up shows. Um, so it's not like I'm being a copycat. Yeah. You know, it's an improv. You know, improv doesn't belong to just one person. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, so I had that and I, and I was like, how can I make it different? 
So my husband was like, why don't you create, like, what if we do it, like, with a wheel, like a fortune wheel? I'm like, oh, my God, that's awesome. So that's how it started, right? And the cool thing is tonight, I was going to say tomorrow because I forget where I am. Well, tonight, as you and I are sitting here, we're releasing this on... Um, What's today? It's Monday. So it's Monday as oh, we are really? releasing this. That sucks. Well, the funny thing is that I was talking about DJ Miller and yes. he's doing my improv yes, show Yes, he's tonight, doing it tonight as we are sitting awesome. here. Amazing. Yes, I'm sure he yeah. did amazingly. And I'm sure the show tonight went terrifically. Yeah, we can see the future. From yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. As you were saying, continue. I don't know what I was saying anymore. You were just talking about your improv show and how yeah, you so started that's, it. So that's how it started. And then I, I did the stand and it just happened. And have you had the most success in Austin doing it? Or have you had more success in New York? How do you feel about it? I think I had way more success in Austin in the beginning. Uh, but now I have so much shit going on. Like, I just filmed a movie. I just shot a movie. I just got booked for another one that's going to be shooting in October. And nice. I'm constantly having auditions. So I'm not the best producer right now, to be honest. And But I try my best. I think... I neglected a little bit my time in Austin. So I'm more focused in New York City right now, you know? And you have an apartment in Austin that you're staying at? And then when you come to New York, you're just like in hotels or like yeah. hanging out with friends, whatever That's why it is. I'm fucking broke. But I'm looking for a studio right now. So uh -huh. let's see. In let's New see. York? Mm hmm. If you guys know something, hit me up. Hit her up. Nasia, what is it? Underscore Mariero. Yeah. Oh, I said it Italianly, not Jewishly. Yeah. Can you pronounce it one more time again? Nasia Mahed. We'll put it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. Okay, so growing up in Portugal, do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have an older brother. Do you what, have brothers and what sisters? What is he doing? I have two younger sisters, yeah. Oh, my God. I could definitely see that you're, like, protective um, older brother. Yes, sure. See, well, that's what I mean. I'm a good promoter and a good older brother. Yeah. You sell them for $20. Yeah. <laughs> lease. At, At least, least them. yes. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so your brother, what's he doing? He's Comedy? a security guard. In Portugal? Yeah. And you haven't been back to Portugal because of the pandemic, right? Because of the pandemic, because my green card was in process, and because I'm also broke. So you were worried that if you were to have gone back to Portugal, your green card application might have been denied no, or something? No, no, no. It doesn't. So what happens is when you're getting uh, everything done, you're not allowed to leave the country because your papers are in process. I don't really understand why. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Seems but like that's it's just how a crazy process. Yeah. So are you still not allowed to go back? Of course I am. Now I am. I already got my green card. So now everything is fixed. Everything's done. So I'm going to go see my family in September. In September? Yeah. You looking forward to that? Absolutely. Yeah. And how do you stay in contact with your family? Just through like F FaceTime? Uh, so my parents are really old and they have a very hard time with technology. So I teach them how to Skype, but like I never see their face. They ever oh, they're on audio. No, they turn on the camera, but they turn the webcam to the ceiling. And <laughs> they like, like put their ear on the on the microphone. Yeah. And then and then you know what they do? Like they talk about me, and I'm like, you guys know I can hear you, right? Oh, that's so they're funny. Like, Is it? Do her boobs look different? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I can hear you. And she goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> so where do you plan on living then? I don't know. Once just, everything pans out, settles out. Austin, L.A., New York, Portugal. I don't know. Like, no, no, no. I definitely don't. I, I would retire in Portugal. But if I could be in a perfect world and be like, this is what's going to happen. And it does happen. I would have my own sitcom. And I would have, I'm not saying rich, but a comfortable life that I'm not going to be starving. And I'm not sleeping on the floor. Either in, in New York City or L.A. Which one do you like better, though? 
I really like LA for the ocean and the beach life, but too many needles in the sand. So I really like mm. New York because people are like, let's go, let's work. Come on, there's no time for shit. You know, and I really like the hustle and people are like hardworking. I like that. In terms of traveling and getting places, New York is just easier. I mean, if you want to go to South America, you want to go to Europe, it's closer, one, mm-hmm. but that's not really a big thing. And LA just, but you for know, me, Portugal seems is not slower. in South America, right? Portugal is in, I used to have a world map right here. I meant South America in general, but Portugal <laughs> is in where? It's in South America. Wow. What are you talking about? Am I wrong? What is it, in Africa? You absolutely. You think Portugal is in that? I, I don't, don't know. It's, it's in anymore, South America. Ted. All right. I wish I had a world book. I, I have a world book over anymore. here. Hold Portugal. On. I just got dizzy standing up too quick. Yeah, but that's because you're a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Portugal. Where is it? Okay. Portuguese Republic. Of, Ted can Jones. You, can you also say that can you also take Africa. a picture um, for your th- for the thumbnail so I can make a thumbnail of you <laughs> yes. with your headphones? Where yes. is Portugal? It's in the Republic Portuguesa. Oh, it's near Spain. So it's in Europe. It's in Europe, yeah. It's in Europe. I can't believe I said that. You know what? And I'm giving you guys the raw version. I'm not even cutting that out. Sometimes I don't know where countries are, okay? But most of the time I do. Portugal also would potentially be in South America. You know, I understand that people would think like that because of Brazil. Brazil is in South America and it's in Portuguese. Thank you for saving me there. And Uruguay and Paraguay. Now that you're talking about it, why Mm -hmm. wouldn't Portugal be right next to it? Because but it, I guess yeah. it's because it's not. What yeah. kind of food are you eating here in New York City? You've asked me about my vegan habits before, yeah. which I appreciate. Of course. What do you eat? Like, tell me what is like your day. I think I asked you this and you. It's not that fun. And it's you give me a fun. whole diet. Yeah. You told me you eat nuggets all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I eat vegan nuggets. Chick- I'm very healthy. Chickpeas, beans, vegan nuggets, Beyond Burgers, French fries Beyond are my burgers, favorite food. Every time I eat Beyond Burgers, I, I feel bad. You feel salty? I feel really bloated and people sometimes weird. say that it's the salt there is a lot of salt impossible burgers are good too basically impossible burgers and vegan burgers are like the two brands for the um, the plant-based meat but anything that's vegan I'll eat I'm very picky unless it's vegan okay. and like one of the best things I think about being vegan that has happened over like the past two and a half years is like when I drink, I don't really drink that much. I drink probably once a month and like I'm drunk and there's like a big cake in front of me or there's something that's just completely not vegan. Otherwise I would have eaten like the entire thing. And now being vegan, I'm like, okay, now I have discipline just because it's not that's vegan. Good. There's eggs in it. Yeah. That's like a great part. About so my it. best friend is vegan and she had like a huge Instagram like for vegan food. Yes. And I made her jackfruit Oh, love it. Pork and she loved it. That's great. Good for you. You're a cook. Yep. What kind of, do you cook Portuguese stuff? I come to the realization that I'm kind of like being very Americanized, so I really don't. Well, but being... Am- Go ahead. <laughs> well, being American, what do you mean? Like cheeseburger, like, pulled, pulled pork, jackfruit is very American. Vegan. It is. Vegan. It is. Uh, I, like, I, I cook more healthy stuff, but the thing with Portuguese food is everything is from scratch and there's so much work. You know, like there's, it's like, it's like making maybe like Jamaican food. Like you have to marinate everything and then you have to wait Uh, and it's not, and it's too much work. Yeah. Now I don't have time for that. So Uh I'll just put, if like I make a salad, I put it all together. I throw some chicken in there. Sorry, no offense. And you know, just like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, that's what I do. You know, what's like, what's like a Portuguese dish? Okay. Bacalhau con natas. It would be like Portuguese. In English. 
it's like basically it sounds disgusting if i s- explain it but if you like eat it it's delicious it's chips. like oh no uh it's like codfish it's like a lasagna but with codfish and it's delicious you just google it i swear to god it's so good if i close my eyes i can taste it <laughs> <laughs> did you eat fish growing up yeah we ate a lot of fish because it was so fresh i live by the beach i grew up by the beach so I would go surfing in the morning. Oh, and I would, wow. Yeah, I would go surfing at 6 a.m. I would come back to school with my hair wet, thinking I, I was that. so fucking like cool. surfer chick. That's also yeah. maybe why you'd like L.A. more so, living by the beach. Just yeah. be careful of the needles. Yeah, I don't want to step on any needle. Plus sharks, too. What other things do you... Go ahead. I was just going to tell you. Did you hear those news last year when they just... I don't know how you say the word in English. They just dropped a ton of shit, literally human shit in, a, in the ocean. Yeah, I went. I was in L.A. and I was so happy to go to the beach. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was swimming. I, I lay down. I was so happy. Never took my eyes out of my bag on the sand, of course. But I went swimming and I was so happy. Yes. And then next day they were like, oh, we're just dropping a ton of shit at the beach. Like, OK, I'm, I'm Googling this. Yes, so Google I'm just it. saying human shit in L.A. Yeah. Oh, my God. L.A. residents complain about poop in the streets. No, that's I mean, different. No, no. <laughs> you have to put it in the when ocean. did this when did this article come out? I think it was last year around August. So put like shit on the ocean human shit dropped in the ocean by boat human feces <laughs> other biohazardous on san diego sidewalks i'm seeing a lot of sidewalks mexico releases human poop into the ocean eh, maybe that was it no it was not mexico it was la maybe they were mexicans i don't know fecal bacteria in california waterways i don't know well we could do we could do a better job about our well our pollution systems and such and being vegan helps that I mean, it does and how do the fishes feel imagine if i came to your house dropped a ton of shit and then left well we just talked about you eating codfish so you're not such a saint yourself i mean there's a lot of codfishes out there oh right right there's overpopulation of codfish yeah yeah i've heard that i used to eat a lot of fish i used to eat sushi a lot before i was vegan now you i do, just but it has mercury is bad yeah for you. right i can only now have cucumber rolls Sweet potato rolls, avocado roll, or asparagus roll. Just because th- that's all the vegetables that I could really eat in sushi. That's why you look so young. You look like you're 15 years old. Thank you. Well, with the shaving face, I think it does. That's half my age. That's half your age? Yeah, I'm 30. I'm 30 you're now. 30? Yeah. Why? You thought I was younger? Yeah, I thought you were like 28. Oh, eh, that's not that much younger. Hmm. But like 30 for, I think that 30 is the new 28 or so for a man yeah. since life expectancy is going up, especially old, being a vegan. How old I am, Ted? 27 28 i think that's exactly how old you are oh you're 29 i just when did you get so old just kidding (laughs) when when's your birthday june 6th june 6th my dad's birthday is june 3rd so you're uh what's it called do you follow those things uh you know what i'm talking about what are you gemini yeah okay what are you a scorpio oh get the yeah i don't think we get along well no, of course we do. You and I do. And I couldn't see you being an aggressive. Oh, you couldn't like see do me? Do you fight? Like, do you shout? No, 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 no. Shout, yes. You but, shout? like, never physical. Like, I can get, like, serious and, That's like... That's exactly what physical people say. I'm never physical. <laughs> <laughs> right? Physical club I'll promoters. I'll kill her cat. I'll just freaking grab her mouth. And sell a girl for $20. No, do you, you have a dog? Yeah. Do you... How do you discipline your dog? This is a deep question, so be careful okay. with the answer. <clears throat> so this is what I do. What would... How would his mom dog... Because I'm his mom, too, yes. right? How, is the, how would his mom dog do that to him? You mean if it was an actual if, dog, m- the mother of the dog? Yes. How, I think just look at him or No, her. she would, like, bark or yeah. she would bite him. 
I cannot bite my dog, right? <laughs> you just go grab the snout. <laughs> so if if he bites, I I grab, I do like that, and what happens is it, he bites his own lip, right? So then he knows that hurts. So he doesn't play like that. Like I train him very well, and if he did something bad, like if I call him and he doesn't come, I will pull like his skin behind his neck, not much to hurt him, but I'll just do like this so my nails don't actually hurt him. And I do that with a sound. I do shh. So if he's doing something, he's like a child. If he's doing something that he knows I don't want him to do, like smelling in the dog's shit yeah. for too long, and I go... <laughs> for too long. For too, you You're get, like, it's a 10-second limit. You get two, three sniffs. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I see him. and then I see him, and I go, hey, shh. And he just goes, so he knows. But Is he, Caesar Milan Portuguese? What? Do you know that guy, Caesar Milan, the dog no. whisperer? You've never heard of him? Oh, he's Portuguese. I'm asking. Yeah, I don't I think know. He's Mexican. These are like the same tactics. I feel we like do? he used. I don't know. But I, I give a lot of love to my dog. I nice. guess you know what he does. So you know this space between the dog's eyes, this part here. Yeah. I kiss it, and he pushes his head against my lips. He's like, mm, oh, that's very like cute. He's the best little dog. How do you me. manage having a dog though, living 15 days in one place and 15 days in another? So my husband takes care of him. Yeah. Nice. And so I don't want to bring him here because I feel like it would be too much. But if I move, I'll eventually bring him here. You know, I don't want him to put him in a stressful lifestyle going back and forth. But back and forth. But he is coming to Portugal with me in September. And he's going to love it. When did you get your dog? Three years ago. It seems like a lot happened for you three years ago, yeah. correct? You know, I live a very fast-pacing life. Right, it sounds like it. Do you know how I feel in these, these days with comedy, especially? Maybe it's because Tell I'm a us. woman. Let's hear it. Do you, do you know when you do, like, you're, like, on a math test, and there's a tick-tock on the clock, and yeah. you, know, you don't have much time to answer, but sure. you want to do the job? Oh, my God, you're bringing back terrible memories. Yes, that's how I feel in my life. I'm like, I don't have don't. time. That's a good so feeling, but like, I don't think you should feel like it's TikTok, though. That's no? too stressful. It should be one of those digital ones, like my microwave. <laughs> you know what I mean? You shouldn't be able to tell the TikTok. Yeah, okay. I'm just like, I'm um, just I was just, like about, to, I was just about to ask something. Oh, shit. I forgot I, got, I forgot I have a hair appointment at 2, but it's 10 minutes away from here. You, what do you need a hair appointment for? You look fine. Or you look great. Sorry, that was rude. You look you. great. Your hair looks I need, great. I need to have my hair out. Are you going to do, you're going to not do ponytail tonight? You're letting Absolutely it flow? Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long hair, don't care. <laughs> what, but like, what happens in that you getting it like blown out or like colored? No, I'm just gonna let get us a, know. I'm just gonna get a blowout head. Oh, yeah. okay. So like nice and like luscious. Do you have a guy in the city who does it now? No. Like Fabrizio? I know. Guys, <laughs> I let know. her know who yes, we go to. Please come and do my you hair. You know what? But it's <laughs> yeah. Actually, come do Nasia's hair. Also, it's probably expensive unless you go to that. But what's it, it called? Is. Blow dry bar. Yeah. Blow. That's insane. I go. Yeah, that's you where go I to go. dry bar. A lot of girls go to dry bar. Yeah, because it's, it's it looks fun. And they that's all they do. It's they blow. <laughs> they don't wash or anything. They oh. do wash your hair. They wash your hair. They give you a nice massage, and then you get your hair blow dried. And how long is the appointment typically? An hour? Twenty five minutes. Twenty oh. to thirty five. So they just like ring you out. Yeah. And it's always packed. It looks like. Yep, it's always super packed. They have that in Austin also. They have it everywhere. Is there anything is there anything specific in Austin that you love doing that should come to New York? Dude, let me tell you something. I'm a 60 year old lady stuck in a 29 year old's body. Yes, I just that's like me. I'm 15 in a 30 year old's body. Yeah, for sure. But that's because of your vegan food. You're very healthy. (laughs) So yeah, I see all these rocks surrounding your um, apartment. Sure. 
It's a rose quartz. Do you quartz. feel the yeah? You feel the vibe for love. Yeah, for love. What is that what rose quartz is yes, for? Yes, they're okay. for, they to attract love. What is what's your uh, goal with that? I think just that. Good vibes for sure. Maybe okay. not love, but good vibes. I'd say. Okay. Nothing so specific. Okay. Yeah, good vibes. That's good. Very nice apartment. You're very lucky to find this place. Thank you so much. If you, if you find out... Uh, that, that I get kicked out, you want it? Yeah. <laughs> I got you. So, no. favorite, so favorite thing in Austin that needs to come to New York, or maybe the other way around. Yeah, I, don't like, know how, I don't know how to answer to you that, because I always just do comedy and sleep. I don't do anything else, and I audition. I don't go out for fun. I don't go eat out at restaurants. Your I husband doesn't do take you out? No, Occasionally. I, I rather stay home and watch Netflix and relax. I don't really like going out. Do you smoke weed at all? I eat edible. I do the edibles. Because they're delicious. There's the ma- watermelon ones. Have you tried these? Have I tried watermelon ones? I don't know. Maybe. I will bring one for you. Yeah, please. Well, don't bring it on the plane. You know, you get in trouble for that. Also, have any of your colleagues ever gotten in trouble for like smuggling drugs on planes from country to country? Because I feel like being a flight attendant, it might be easier to do that sort of I thing. I mean, some people, they wouldn't really do that but i think some people were doing like weird stuff (laughs) like uh i feel like some girls had like side jobs i had a roommate at the point that she was a dominatrix and i was like what's a dominatrix and she says i beat up men for money and i say you mean sounds like a good gig and they go no the rest of their body like just slap them with those whips and stuff and and tie them up yes and their dick just watches their dick is like just like that, watching the whole thing, but not getting touched. So I was like, that sounds like a, I, I want to beat up some people for money. I think also the dominatrix will like text the old gentleman, a rich gentleman, like $7,500. You're disgusting. Have you ever heard of that? What? Yeah, I don't know. I I've, heard that. That. <laughs> I've, very- I've heard that that's like a type of dominatrix. You like have men that are just like pathetic old men and you just text them. You're disgusting. Send me a thousand dollars. It's a good gig. This would be me with my awful English. I would be writing <laughs> stuff like your mom never loved you. That's why your dick is small. Send that was me a thousand perfect dollars. English. Right? Yeah, I think you'd appreciate that. Yeah. If we have any customers here. <laughs> I mean, also, Dominatrix, OnlyFans is a good job with that. I, would, I wouldn't do that. Call girl stuff is a good... I'm talking about stuff that's, like, good because you travel to other countries. I'm not saying you specifically. I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. being a flight attendant, being able to be in different cities. Yeah. You can go on these gigs and whatever. Yeah, I think there were some girls that were involved in that because you think you're going to make great money as a flight attendant, but you don't. Well, even being a pilot, stuff to make a lot of money, right? Yeah, they do make they make a lot of money. Really, I I've heard that like some corporate airline pilots struggle to make a lot of money. No, did I hear I wrong? Heard, I never heard that. Well, being a private jet pilot or private jet attendant, do you find that you make more money if you've ever done it? Yeah, yeah. I used to work for a private. Uh, I used to work for a person that owned the private airplane. Oh, okay, and then you just yeah. get tipped all the time. I'm sure. No, I didn't get tipped, but I got good. I got good money. I got paid well. So, but it was the same thing. It was catching up to me. I didn't have time for comedy or anything. So I, that's why I, w- I want to take jobs from now on that allow me to keep my creative, 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 creative energy side flowing. That's what I mean. Creative meant. side flowing. Look, I like I was selling to Ted. I had mushrooms yesterday, and I didn't know. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's unpack it. You didn't know you were taking mushrooms. I saw chocolate, and I took it. 
And then Who they could said, blame you? And then I had the, I had the square in my mouth, and they were like, "Oh, um, just don't eat more than that because there's mushrooms." And as he said that, I swallowed it, and I was like, "Well." So you had a nice little time on it, or you were freaking I, out? I freaked out a little bit because I get a lot in my head. Because I was not prepared mentally. I thought it was right, just right, a chocolate. Right, 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 and right. I was like, why is there like a slightly sour taste to this chocolate? Maybe it's out of date. But no, it was the mushrooms. That's what it was. So that happened. And um, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you had these watermelon gummies in New York? The THC gummies? The weed gummies? No. Or are you just referring to the watermelon ones that you've tried in uh, no, Boston? No, I tried, I tried in L.A. Because there's like shops there, and I bought. Yeah, some. yeah, right. Those more so are reliable. Like the chocolate mushroom you took in New York, you probably didn't know how much was, was in it, like how much the dose was. I have no idea. And in places like L.A. or medical places, you know exactly how much you're taking, which is way safer. Yeah. You know, like now in New York, since it's it's become legal in the past like two months, or I guess like actually probably eight months, but now you're seeing shops start to pop up. You really can get in there and like the people, the bud tenders, they call them, like really know a lot about the product that they're selling, you which know, is nice. The worst thing with, and this is why I don't do drugs. Uh, the mushroom was an accident and the weed, I just get really sleepy and then I think about a lot about my life and then I kind of feel like a little bit depressed. But that could be good for you though when you're getting tired and also just repeat to no, yourself all sleep. of the things you've accomplished when you're sleep. depressed. I get sleepy, but can't sleep. And that's the worst type of sleepy. Yeah, you're right. So, do you wear one of those masks things? Yes. I just started. Like, I, it's like so when good. I wake up, like I'll do it in a nap, especially when I have like the sun in my bedroom. So, I don't know. No, I'm napping like three or four times a week. Dude, I'm so jealous of you. Like I 20 minutes, boom, and I can usually turn it on so like what, so late afternoon. How, how long do you take falling asleep, and then do you put an alarm on? It depends on if I have something to do within like the two hours, but. Usually I'll do it for 20 to 40 minutes okay. and I'll have like a two hour window. So I don't put an alarm on, which is a beautiful day. That's great. Yeah. I would suggest you trying that. Putting on your things, your eye masks, and then just like kind of meditating. And then as you are meditating, you just fall asleep, wake back up and be like, what planet am I on? That's what happens to me sometimes. Like when you were waking up in other yeah. cities. Yeah. But it's, I think, a more relaxed, refresh version. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I envy you. Do you have Do you have a favorite hotel in New York that you stay at? Uh, and if you're staying one I, right I now and you always that. stay there, don't say it. Yeah, I was just going to say, say that because you I, don't want the de- the sponsorship deal to fall through I with the other <laughs> hotels that you have. And it's not just that. And you don't want people to follow you. Yeah, so you'll, I got you'll some tell me off messages. The, I always thought really? like Yeah, yeah. I always thought do you want to read some of them? <laughs> yeah, messages? yeah, yeah, please. Let's do it. Okay, I always thought I was like, oh, how do people like follow other people like that? That's crazy. <laughs> well, they could be like, oh, I noticed the sheets on that particular hotel or something. Something weird like that. That could be a way for people to follow you. No, they'll be saying like, hey, I'm coming to your show tonight and stuff. And then, that's oh, nice. That's nice. But they do. Or you'll be like, um, OK, let's read it. I don't even know. OK, this one's funny. So I'm going to read this one. I would fight three mountain lions <laughs> in a McDonald's handicapped bathroom stall with my hands tied behind my back. And my only weapon is a shake weight super glue to my forehead just to get a chance to have a spaghetti dinner date with you over Skype on dial up connection. Clever. Right? I wonder if he, if he mass texted that, but that's very clever. Re- yeah. Another one. <laughs> uh, so, I, you know, I posted like, hey, uh, does anybody know a place to, 
where I can write in peace in New York City. And somebody answered, please come to my house. And then I had somebody <laughs> else. <laughs> and then I had somebody else saying. Uh, nice guy. How do you call it in English? Down the house. Basement. Yeah, I, I have a basement. Oh, that's remarkably sketchy. Yeah, then I had a girl saying, you, please tell me you like girls. Can I book you for an appearance in my lounge? And then I, s no. Can I book you for the parents in my lounge? For the parents. Oh, oh, oh. And then I have a guy <laughs> that sends me movie, like he acts like if he's a critic, and he sends me movie reviews. <laughs> on like your yeah this is what oh he, my god look I love how he said not no no yeah. no don't say, don't say his name though but this is what he does live coming up mini review but full spoiler alert what you're just talking about what Thor he's talking he's giving me a full review on the Thor also movie. your um your Instagram's in Portuguese yeah love it so is it pretty similar to Spanish or not really it's it's familiar yeah like some words kind of sound the same. Yeah. So how did you get into improv and stand up? I mean, the stand up, I know you just like were doing open mics and you loved it, but like, how'd you get into improv? So I had some classes and I, I didn't really love it because it was a very sentimental, like I was not raised in a sentimental house. Okay. Like I was raised in a place where if you fall on your face, you, my parents wouldn't be like, Oh, are you okay? They'll be like, get your ass up. You know? So if I have like even acting classes or improv classes where people are like, how does that make breathe, you breathe? Right, 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 right. Now imagine you're like, I can't do that. And I, like, it stresses me the fuck out. So one, in one class, this was really cool. And I love this teacher so much. So we had to imagine we were in a, let me see what time is it. Okay. We had to imagine that we were um, walking through a portal. And when you walk into this portal, you are not allowed to speak. You just have to look around and imagine where you are. And you act accordingly to it, right? If it's like water, you'll pretend like you're touching water. That's a good or, improv yeah. exercise. So it's a thing like that. And I'm watching this, and it's like a dark room, right? And there's like 15 people in a room. And everybody's really, really sentimental about it. And that makes me so uncomfortable, right? I don't like that. I like when people, if people tell me like, oh, I love you. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I love you too. Like, that makes me happy. But when... When it sings, I don't know what it is. I'm fucked in the head. So what happened was, <laughs> I felt really uncomfortable. And it was including a guy. He looked like Super Mario. He had a little mustache and overalls. And he's like, so he does an exercise and he's just acting really weird. And I start getting like goosebumps because I feel uncomfortable, you know? And he's like, I'm sorry, this is just, <laughs> this is just really heavy for me. And then my teacher is like, Okay, would you like to get the dust? And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, this is too much for me. And then, and then she goes, okay, now so you're next. And I'm like, I can't act like that unless it's like an acting situation. So I go, okay, I'm walking in the portal right now, right? And she goes, yeah, you're not allowed to speak. I said, okay. And I can just go, and I go, okay, uh, can I bring my dog with me? And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I put like a foot out, right, in the portal. And then I grab my dog, and I look at him, and I look at the portal, and I look at my dog, and then I look at the portal, and I look at my dog, and I kiss him, and then I throw him out. I throw him in the portal, right? Because I wanted to light up the situation and make it funny. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not allowed to throw your dog into the portal. And I'm like, why not? I'm allowed to do whatever I want. This is my imagination. And she said, no, 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 no. 
no bring the dog with you and i'm like okay so i like when things are fun and light but when it involves a lot of feelings and people use their own personal experience to huh. act with improv stuff i don't like that so you like like spur of the moment things yeah i like things that bring good energy up because the world's already such a dark place it's if this is a difficult business i want to be happy and excited and feed off that energy and give you mine right so i didn't do any more improv classes because I always improv, improvise all my life. Well, where did you also, where did you take that improv class? Was that in LA? Austin, in Austin, Austin. Texas. Yeah. Okay. So I want to have fun and I want to learn to keep the energy up and be excited. And that's the perfect, yeah. perfect um, version for your show then. It, it is. It is. Nasia, I'll let you get to your hair appointment. Thank, Thank you, you so much for joining us here. Okay. Put your Insta hold your Instagram right here and let us know where we can follow you. Uh, you can follow me. You can follow me on N-A-C-Y-A underscore M-A-R-R-E-I-R-O Nasia Mareiru. Love it. Nasia, thanks so much. Well, See you next time. Peace. Yeah.